Hello and welcome to The Shadow from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Once again, the Mutual Network brings you the thrilling adventures of the shadow, the hard and relentless fight of one man against the forces of evil. These dramatizations are designed to demonstrate forcibly to old and young alike that crime does not pay. $22 given now to your American Red Cross will pay for 51 vital messages between active servicemen or veterans and their families. Although the shooting war has ceased, the problems of men in our armed forces go on. Family problems for men a long way from home in armies of occupation often grow too to large proportions. It's comforting to know that Red Cross field directors overseas in the home continue serving. By teletype and telegraph, Red Cross all over the world helps arrange emergency furloughs, gives financial help when needed, and in thousands of ways continues at the side of our veterans. It's time now to support to the limit the Red Cross. Now the shadow. The shadow who aids the forces of law and order is in reality Lamont Cranston, wealthy young man about town. Years ago in the Orient, Cranston learned a strange and mysterious secret. The hypnotic power to cloud men's minds so they cannot see him. Cranston's friend and companion, the lovely Margot Lane, is the only person who knows to whom the voice of the invisible shadow belongs. Today's drama... Etched with acid. It's night. The silver sliver of moonlight spears its way through the darkness of the bedroom. Suddenly, the French doors overlooking the balcony swing slowly open. Three men enter quietly, walk to the side of the bed. Turn your light on, Amadi. Right. Yo, handsome. Watch that door. Nobody gets in. Okay, Vichy. Wake it up, man. Sure, boss. Pretty, ain't she? She won't be long. Wake it up. Come on, out of it, sister. <laughs> All right, Mrs. Winthrop. Oh, George. You were three weeks late for our date, Mrs. Winthrop. I thought you'd forgotten me. I didn't forget. I was going to call you. You're lying. You were supposed to have some jewelry for me. What is it? I couldn't go through with it, Richie. That would be crooked, eh? But it's all right to renege on a debt, Give eh? Give time, I'll get you your money, I promise you. You had your time, you're welcome. I'll get it this time, I'll borrow, I'll do anything on it. You had your warning. Give me the bottle, Maddie. Sure, boss. Here, I'll get it on. No, no, you wouldn't. No, no. Shouldn't have hit so hard, man. I had a boss. She was aiming to hit high C. But now she won't know what's happening to her. You really gonna let her have it, boss? Yeah. All of it. Stand the light on her face. Now stand back. <laughs> face. Oh, let me go, handsome. Sure, boss. Everything. Good Lord. She's sort of like a sale sample, boys. 
We'll use her to persuade other dames that we mean business. Make your bets. Make your bets, folks. The wheel's hot tonight. Turn on the black, please. Turn on the black, right. Mrs. Surrey. The boss wants to see you, Mrs. Surrey. Not now, Maddie. I'll see you later. The boss wants to see you now. Well, what are you... 20. This way, Mrs. Surrey. What's so urgent that he has to see me right now? Here's the boss's office. Ask him. Step in. Hello, Richie. Maddie says you want to see me. Yeah, Mrs. Surrey. Couldn't it wait? <laughs> it has waited too long. What are you talking about? Desire yours. Desire yours, Andy. Oh. Well, I, I've had a sort of losing streak. But I'll pay you. When? Which means to get the money. I don't have it right now. Your husband has. But I wouldn't ask him. If he knew I'd been gambling and, and losing so much, oh, I couldn't reach him. Where's that leave me? I don't run this place for my own amusement. How much is it? Forty-two hundred. I haven't got it, Richie. You got that much more and more in jewels. That rack on your finger alone is worth over a grand. But I couldn't part with these. My husband would know. Not the way we'll do it. The stuff insured? Why, yes, of course. Good. Gonna get lifted tomorrow night. Your husband gets his insurance, we get our dough. Everybody's satisfied. But there's a burglar along. That ain't how it happens, Mrs. Surrey. Tomorrow night you'll be at the High Hole Club. You get up from your table at exactly 11.20. Leave this stuff on your table in a little change purse. Mary will take care of the rest. But... There ain't no parts. Remember that society then that was found dead? Her face all eaten away by acid. Uh, I read about it. Sad, wasn't it? You wouldn't think anything that serious could happen just because she didn't follow instructions, would you? They must have been in the mood for slumming tonight, Lamont. Whatever brought you down to this place? Oh, just curiosity, Margot. Somebody once told me that the High Ho Club was the best place to see how the um, other half lived. <laughs> well, from the looks of some of the gowns and jewels, I would say it lived pretty well. Yes, there are a lot of beautiful jewels in the place. Mm. There's a woman over there who seems nervous about hers. Which one? You see her? Putting her bracelet in her purse. Oh, Lamont, it's a beautiful bracelet, too. Hey, now, that's careless of her. That woman put a bracelet in her change purse, left it on her table, now she's getting up to dance. Oh, well, she'll probably keep her eye on it. Uh, I guess so. Uh, wait a minute, Margo. Someone else has an eye on that bracelet. Well, for goodness sake, she has that man picked up because he's leaving with it, Lamont. See you, Margo. I'll be right back. Uh, just a second. What's on your mind, mister? Didn't you make a mistake? I just saw you pick up a purse at the ladies' table here. You're in my way, mister. I'd put it back if I were you. Why, I... Anything wrong, boys? I'm the manager. This smart guy's trying to start something. Says I picked up a dame's purse. 
I don't stand for funny stuff in my place, Matty. Did you pick it up? Maybe. Let's step back out of the way. Like that, we won't start anything. Now, uh, what about this purse? There's a diamond bracelet in it. Start talking, Matty. I'm getting it fixed. It's got a broken catch. Oh, does a lady know about it? Ask her. Who is she? Her name's Mrs. Surrey. Surrey? I'll get her. Uh, don't go away. Haven't I seen you someplace, Matty? I've never been there. Oh, I see. A conversationalist, huh? If I were you, mister, I wouldn't Here's shut... Mrs. Surrey. What's all this about? Your bracelet. I saw this man pick Maddie? up... Matty? What about Matty? You know him? Of course I know him. What's all of this about? Oh, I saw him pick up your bracelet from the table. I told him I'm taking it to get the catch fixed. That's right. I asked him to. I see. I, uh, I just thought that... It's no concern of yours. You have no right to interfere. I'm sorry. You'll be a lot sorrier someday if he keeps sticking your nose where it ain't wanted. Never mind the hard talk, Maddie. This is a respectable joint. The guy made a mistake. That's all. Yeah, mistake. Good night, Mrs. Surrey. Good night, Maddie. I'm sorry. I guess I have been a bit of a nuisance, Mrs. Surrey. No, not at all. Good night. Good night, Mrs. Surrey. Why so quiet, Lamont? Did that little episode back at the high hall set you? No, but I can't get it out of my head that that woman was frightened. Badly frightened. Who did you say she was? Her name's Surrey. Oh, yes. Yes, I remember. I read about her. She's a very gay socialite. Yes, exactly. I keep thinking about another gay young society woman, Mrs. Winthrop. was brutally murdered not so long ago. And you think Mrs. Surrey's in danger? Very grave danger. Danger of being murdered? I don't know. She acted as though she were afraid of something... something worse than murder. Well, I read about that Winthrop killing. It was horrible. The face was... just... just all gone. Yes, acid. Margot, I think I'll have a talk with Mrs. Surrey tomorrow when her chaperone isn't around. Sorry, boss. Richie, what's the meaning of this? Shut the door, handsome, and stand by it. Whatever gave you the notion you could cross me and keep on breathing? Cross you? I don't know what you mean. No. How about a guy last night at the high hole club? Who was he? I don't know. I swear it. I never saw him before in my life. I... Hold it. Yeah? Smiley, Richie. The Surrey dame had two callers after Hanson picked her up this evening. Anybody I know? Somebody you should know. The same guy that busted up our play last night at the High Hall Club. Was he alone? No. He had a dame driving him. You're a lion at a dame. Check back here. I'll have a job for you tonight. Like you were saying, Mrs. Surrey. You never saw this guy before, huh? Never. I swear it. You're lying. <laughs> no. Now, what's he doing at your house this evening? I tell you, I don't know anything about it. Handsome. Yes. The bottle. Of course. There you are. What are you going to do? 
We got a special beauty treatment we save for double crosses. I'm going to give you a preview of it. No, no, don't. Hold on, handsome. We're being good natured today, Mrs. Sally. We're going to use this copper bowl instead of your face. For now. We just pour a few drops from the bottle into the bowl. Like this. You see, Mrs. Sally? It eats right into the metal. That's all, Mrs. Sally. You can go home now. What's next, Eugene? There were two witnesses to last night's job, handsome. That's two too many. What do we do about it? Mary's running them down now. You and Mary pay the dame a visit tonight. And, uh, no monkey business with a dame. See, handsome? Of course not, boys. But, uh, what do I do? Chill her? No. The police might get inquisitive. Then? She's driving a car. When she puts it away tonight, you'll be waiting in the garage. You'll give the dame a special beauty treatment. That's a cinch to make the guy lose his memory. Too bad Mrs. Surrey wasn't at home this evening, Mama. Well, you can wait till tomorrow, Margot. Yeah, but... Where are you going, darling? I'm going to drive you home. Oh, no, darling, it's late. I'll help you put the car away and I'll catch a cab at the corner. Well, I can just as well drive you home. I'm saying to arrive at your garage now. All right. That won't take a minute. Oh, darling, toss me the keys to the garage, will you, so I can open the doors for you? Here you are. Cat. Got uh, it? It's the big key. Okay. Hey, you sure this is the right key? Well, I think so. It's... No, it's all right. I've got it. Okay, drive in. Well, now that you're here, don't you want to come in for a minute? Oh, not tonight, darling. I'd really rather get home. Oh. Come on. What is it? A friend was tired. He's lying down. Oh, I... oh, sudden, lady. I'm nervous. Get out of that car. What have you done to him? If I were you, I'd be more concerned what we're going to do to you. Get out. What is it? What do you want with me? I... Your friend has been bothering us. We want to discourage him. We're going to use you to discourage him. My friend has a special beauty treatment he's going to give you. Oh, no, no. You're, you're just trying to scare me. Is that the bottle, Brown? Yeah, you hold it. Help me. Hurry up. I can't hold him. A little more. That's it. A year ago today, General Courtney Hodges and his first division were battling their way through the streets of Cologne. Your Red Cross girls were there, directly behind the lines, dispensing cheer and donuts to the battle-weary GIs. Today, your Red Cross is still there with the Army of Occupation. We have silenced the Wehrmacht, but your Red Cross still fights a battle, a battle against loneliness. For the men now overseas, the warmth and hospitality of the Red Cross Recreation Club is the one bright spot in their arduous task yet to be completed. At home, their comrades in the hospitals and other veterans struggling to adjust themselves to civilian life are also benefited by your Red Cross, more than 4,300 Red Cross hospital workers assisted servicemen in our veterans' hospitals during the year of 1945. 
and 450,000 veterans' claims were handled by local Red Cross chapters during the same period. So give generously to your American Red Cross for its wide and divisive program of service to humanity. Give to the Red Cross. Now, back to the shadow. Lamont Cranston and Margot Lane have stumbled into a vicious racket. In an attempt to discourage them, the racketeers trapped them in Margot's garage and have thrown a chemical into her face. My eyes. My eyes, I can't see. Come on, help. Please, Margo. please. Come on. Come on, I can't see. Where are you? Where are you? Yes. Margot. Margot, what's wrong? It's my eyes, my face. There's a rat in the mind. I can't sleep. I can't. Take your hands down. Let me look at your eyes. I can't. I can't. They burn so long. Come on, darling, quickly. Get you into your apartment. You're all right, darling. You're all right. It wasn't acid they in your face. It was probably ammonia. Oh, my. Thank you. Darling, you're sure you didn't recognize either of them? No, no, darling. I didn't. It happened so fast. and It was so dark. Well, at least they left us their calling card. What is it? Oh, a note. What does it say? Well, not much. I'll read it to you. It's just as easy to make it the real thing next time. Oh. If this one doesn't help your memory to get bad, we'll try the real beauty cure. That one's guaranteed. Well, I guess someone wants us to forget about that bracelet, all Exactly, right? Margo. And this little episode gives me the link I needed. What link? Acid. The link between Mrs. Winthrop, the other society woman who was murdered, and that surly woman in the High Hole Club last night. What are you going to do? I was going to wait till tomorrow to see her, but now it can't wait. Tonight, the shadow is going to pay a call on Mrs. Surrey. You can't rest pacing up and down, Mrs. Surrey. Who said that? The shadow. <laughs> Where are you? The lights are on, but I, I can't see anyone. No one sees the shadow, Mrs. Surrey. I tell you, I, I never saw that man before last night. I haven't double-crossed you, I swear it. Don't kill me. I'm not here to kill you. I'm here to help you. you you're not one of Ricci's gang? The shadow fights men like Ricci. Oh, oh, I wish I could believe that. You must, because I need your help to destroy them. What do you want from me? Tell me what happened last night. I can't tell you. They'd kill me if they found out. No one will ever know you've spoken to the shadow. Tell me, Matty was part of the gang, wasn't he, Mrs. Surrey? Yes, he came to get my jewels. I... No, no, I can't tell you anymore. When are you going to see Matty and the gang again? Tonight. At Ricci's. Good. Go there. I'm afraid. Go there, Mrs. Surrey. And follow their instructions. That gang will be smashed, I promise you. The shadow knows. <laughs> oh, Lamont, I've been trying to reach you all afternoon. I've been busy piecing together this puzzle, Margot. Where have you been? I had a couple of visits to some of the larger insurance claims agents. I was curious to find out how many claims they've had lately on stolen jewelry. And have there been many? Yes, quite a few. Companies are worried, but the people involved are so important they hesitate to do anything. Well, what about Mrs. Surrey? She's filed a claim for her bracelet. Said it was lost several nights ago. But we know that... It's almost a foolproof dodge, Margot. 
A maid saw her go out with it that night. Various people saw her wearing the bracelet, and she didn't have it when she came home. Yes, but we saw what happened. We're supposed to be thoroughly scared. Just supposed to be? Well, I think I've got the evidence I need. I could smash the ring right now, but all I could prove is extortion. When we get them, I want to get them for cold-blooded murder. And how are you going to do it? I'm going to reach his gambling den just outside of town. That's the gang's headquarters, apparently. Can I go along? No. Not this time, Margot. This is a case for the shadow. Come on in, Mrs. Surrey. Oh, it's you. I got a message telling me to meet Richie here. That's right. I sent that message. Your little playmate, handsome. I... I think I'll wait outside until Richie comes. Uh, the door is locked. Oh. We, uh, we wouldn't want to be disturbed, would we? Let me out of here. Now, is that been sociable? I, uh, I thought maybe you and me could have a little talk. What about? You and me. Maybe we could start it off with a little kiss. You must be crazy. Maybe. But then I always was crazy for days with class. Richie won't like this. I'm not worried what Richie thinks, Duchess. I'm not planning on being here when Richie gets back. I'll tell him. I'll tell him everything. You won't be here either, Duchess. What do you mean? You and I are going places. Together. I'm not going any place with you. Uh, you don't think I can afford you? Well, um, take a look at this. Sure. Mm-hmm. A whole bag full of them. That's right. Change your mind about coming, Duchess? No. I wouldn't go with a cheap crook like you and... Cheap crook, eh? So you're too good for me, eh? Come here, sister. Let go of me. I've just pulled your hands behind your back like this. I, I won't tell, Richie. I won't tell anybody. You won't have to. Now the bottle. <laughs> Ever see this? Yes. Yeah. No, you wouldn't. Help! Help! You're wasting your time, Duchess. Richie had this room soundproof. Well, you too. You think you're too good for me, eh? Okay, Duchess. When I'm through with you, you won't be good enough for anybody. Please let me go. I'll get you money. Anything. Save your breath. You might need it. Now, the door. The door is open. It's funny. I don't see anybody. And the door is closed. It's been Maddie trying to spy on us. Oh, handsome, please let me go. I never did anything to you. You don't like the idea of the beauty treatment, eh, Duchess? There was another dame just like you. She didn't like it either. She's the one who's going to put you in the electric chair, handsome. Who said that? The shadow. I've come for vengeance. <laughs> Where are you? Right here, handsome, at your elbow. Talk at you. <laughs> the other elbow, handsome. Play it with me, eh? Well, I'll kill her. I can see her. Are you down, handsome? Iris! He almost broke my wrist. Now that we've relieved you of your gun, here's something you've had coming for a long while. And here's another for a couple of friends of mine. You killed him, Shadow. I'll just knock him out. Ah, what's all this jewelry, Mrs. Sawyer? It's the gang. Handsome was getting ready to run away with it. Uh, first, we'll scoop it back into this bag. I'd advise you to withdraw your insurance claim, Mr. Surrey. Your bracelet and the rest of these jewels will be turned over to the insurance companies to return to their owners. But what about Handsome, Richie, and the others? I'll take care of them. As soon as I've seen you on your way in these jewels in place, I'm coming back to take care of Richie and the rest of his gang.
handsome. What's been going on here? Oh, my jaw. Never mind your jaw. Get your eyes open. The gents are wrecked. Oh. The boss's safe is wide open. What's happened? The shed. The shed has been here. The shadow. Yeah. You sure? Of course I'm sure, Manny. You came in here. I couldn't even see the guy. First thing I know, he's giving me a going over. Shadow. You're lucky you're still alive. You better get out of here. He'll be coming back. Let him. I got my rod, and the minute he comes but in... But good's a gun. You can't see him. Yeah, you're right. Well, we better get out of what? Handsome. It's a shadow, Matty. We're done for. As soon as he gets that door open, I start blasting. I tell you, a gun's no good. Then give me that bottle of acid. That'll stop him. As soon as it gets all the way open, I'll let him have it. I know, I know. Now. Ah! My foot! It's Richard. He's got a gun. Don't tell Rachel. It killed him. You killed Maddie. Kill you too. You gun crazy killer. You got me too. We didn't know it was you, Richie. We didn't know. Uh, you thought it was the shadow, didn't you, handsome? So you didn't come back, shadow. Well, Maddie's killed. Huh? Richie dead from his own acid, huh? Well, at least we'll all three beat the chair, shadow. Who killed the winter woman? You or Richie? Richie did. He threw the acid. Why? She waltzed on her IOUs. That wasn't a reason, Hassan. Wasn't it because she wouldn't help you steal her jewels? Maybe. Didn't you make arrangements with your victims to leave their jewels or Maddie could pick them up? And the women put a claim to their insurance companies and you blackmailed them by holding the jewel theft over that head? That's right. Only, it won't do you any good, Shadow. We're all beaten the rest. I wouldn't count on it, Hanson. I have an idea that you're going to survive and pay for your part in this vicious racket. <laughs> Well, Lamont, I see by the papers that Hanson has confessed everything and will recover the stand trial. Yes, Margot. The racket's completely smashed. And a lot of foolish women will sleep easier tonight than they have in many months. Darling, what was the gang's hold over those women? Well, instead of turning over their jewels to the gang to pay their gambling debts, the society women reported them as stolen. The insurance company paid off, the husband suspected nothing... The gamblers got their money. Apparently, everything was fine. But? But by doing this, the women had committed a felony. Yes, but so had the gangsters. So they'd stolen the jewels. I know, darling. They had photostats of the IOUs to prove that the women had sold them the jewels. It was the women who had committed the crimes. I see. After getting the jewels, Richie's gang proceeded to blackmail their victims and bleed them white. What a horrible racket. Yes, darling. And a racket only made possible by stupid, foolish women. I hope all this rotten notoriety teaches them a lesson. The shooting war is over, but your Red Cross is still in there fighting, planning new invasions, invasions against suffering, hunger, and loneliness. And speaking of loneliness, let's not forget the low point boys still overseas. There are more than 1,500,000 of them spread out all over the world, including godforsaken islands in the Pacific. Many of us already have forgotten, but your Red Cross never forgets. It's still there with our rear guard, helping to make life a little brighter, helping to ease the burden. 
Yes, the job of the Army of Occupation, according to both Generals Eisenhower and MacArthur, would be ten times tougher if it were not for the Red Cross activities overseas. The Red Cross Club is G.I. Joe's home away from home, and wherever he sees the sign of the Red Cross, he knows that America isn't really thousands of miles away. So give as generously as you can to help your Red Cross fight this battle against loneliness. Next week, same time, same station, the Mutual Network will bring you another strange and thrilling adventure in the shadow's daring battle against the forces of evil. Be sure to listen. to the limit the vital activities of the Red Cross. If you haven't already contributed, won't you give now to your American Red Cross? This is the Mutual Don Lee Broadcasting System.